For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. History of Oklahoma is about winning championships. Brooks trying to make something happen. He breaks free. Kennedy breaks out. Forget the field goal. Win it with a touchdown. What is up, Sooner Nation? I am Casey Mallon, moving closer to the mic. And you are now in a Sooner state of mind. Make sure you like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to BetOnline today to become part of the team, and remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline. The game starts here. Sooner State of Mind family, what is good? On today's show, we take a quick look back at Super Bowl 58. A big-time player makes an NCAA comeback. NFL Combine invites have been sent out. We'll talk about who got them and who got snubbed. And you might be surprised as to find out who made that snubbed list. Another brutal week for men's hoops. And Patty Gasso and the back-to-back-to-back national champs begin their title defense. Sooner state of mind, fam. What is shaking on Shakedown Street? Well... Let's start things off with a little shake-up on the Sooner staff. OU plans to hire Jolie Ale as its next director of on-campus recruiting, replacing Lee Davis, who left to become UCF's assistant, athletic director, and football executive of operations and recruiting in January. It's per report from 247 Sports. The Sooners are also losing their director of player personnel and recruiting, J.R. Sandlin, who had played a major role in Venable's program building since he was hired ahead of the 2022 season. He's going to SMU. That's also per report from 24-7 Sports. Sandlin will serve as the Mustangs' assistant, AD, and general manager, per the report. Ale joins the Sooners from the Los Angeles Chargers Community Relations Department. She previously served as Utah's director of on-campus recruiting and worked as a UCLA football recruiting assistant from 2017 to 2020. 
as OU transitions to the SEC in 2024, that is right around the corner. It will help usher the program into a new era when recruiting high school athletes and transfer portal players as is important as ever. Welcome to the fam. We appreciate you. Anything you can do to make the program stronger, we are for. Happy President's Day out there to everyone in Sooner Nation. It's cold and raining here in Los Angeles in the 50s, degrees-wise. And even though it is raining, we are officially in the drought. That is the football drought. Last week was Super Bowl 58, and pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. It was Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs beating Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers in overtime. 25 to 22. The game had a little bit of everything, including the Chiefs being down by 10 points in the second quarter. That's a very familiar scenario for Mahomes and company. Chiefs finally got on the board with the field goal late in the second quarter, going into the Usher concert down 10 to 3. While still in the un-Mahomes-esque portion of the game, Mahomes opened the third quarter with his first interception of the postseason. But like most of the game, the Kansas City defense came up big. They forced a 49ers punt after the INT. Not only that, Spags and that Chiefs defense got two huge stops in this game, both on third and five, both at critical points in the game. Both times keeping the Niners out of the end zone, forcing San Francisco to kick field goals. That helped keep the Chiefs in the game. 49ers defense were also pretty good on the day. They forced the Kansas City punt after punting themselves, not being able to capitalize on the turnover. But when the Chiefs punted, the Niners fumbled the ball. Handful of mistakes <clears throat> on both teams that day, but this was the most crucial because that fumble was recovered by the Chiefs, setting up the one-play drive. Mahomes to MVS. And somehow, we're all tied up. San Francisco dominating early, but didn't have anything to show for it. And now we're tied at 10. And as many a team have found out the hard way, if you don't put the Chiefs away, that's going to be bad news for you. In the Chiefs' three Super Bowl wins in the first quarters, they've been outscored, or they have a, a negative score differential of minus 13. But in the fourth quarter and overtime, the Chiefs are plus 30. When it's time to make the money, they go out and do it. In Super Bowl wins, Kansas City has scored on nine of nine drives in the fourth quarter and overtime, including their final four drives of Super Bowl 58. Take you back to the fourth quarter. Chiefs down by three, a minute 53 left in the game. We've seen what this dude can do with 13 seconds, a minute 53, no problem. Mahomes drives him down. Chiefs get it tied up. 
forcing overtime, then inexplicably, Kyle Shanahan chooses to receive the ball in overtime, even with the new overtime rules. Now, Shanahan did have a plan. Was it a good plan? It didn't feel like a good plan in real time, and it definitely didn't feel like a good plan in hindsight either. San Francisco takes the ball, drive downfield, instead of going for it on fourth and five after a huge stop on third down by those Chiefs, the Niners settle for a field goal. And just like that, the entire football-watching universe knew that the Super Bowl was over. 13 plays, 75 yards later, Patrick Mahomes hits McCole Hardman for the game-winning touchdown. And now it's back-to-back Super Bowl wins and Super Bowl MVPs for Patrick Mahomes. And this dude is on a level all by himself. Planet Mahomes. And the scary thing is he's only 28. What this guy is doing is just its crazy talk, man. There's nothing like it going on out there. He's his best when it matters most. Six straight AFC championships. Are you kidding me? And if it wasn't for the D Ford offsides, there'd be another Super Bowl win or at least another Super Bowl appearance for these Chiefs. Just incredible. And they lose Cheetah, no problem. They put all the resources into the defensive side of the ball, and that's paying dividends this year. That Chiefs defense outstanding in the Super Bowl, even more outstanding. And the Chiefs take that Lombardi home. And now Creed, Wanye, Winnie, and the Belldozer take home some more hardware. Congratulations to our Sooners on the Chiefs. And speaking of Creed Humphrey, I think my favorite play from the Super Bowl was watching Creed drive block Fred Warner about 20 yards downfield, pancaking him right off the field. Total domination. OU DNA on full display. Love to see it. Grimy physicality up front pretty awesome so congrats to our sooners and the kansas city chiefs who begin their quest for the elusive back-to-back-to-back super bowl wins the three-peat has never been accomplished in the nfl and if anyone can get it done looks like 15 is the dude to do it cheers just a little sparkling water to celebrate. And even though they lost, congrats to Trent Williams and Braden Willis for the San Francisco 49ers. Not the ending they hoped for, but we're still stoked for our Sooners, win or lose. Next item up on the NFL offseason agenda is the NFL Combine. The NFL Scouting Combine, 300-plus of the best college football players are given the stage to showcase their skills in front of coaches, GMs, and scouts. This key stop before the NFL draft is a chance for players to elevate their football profiles and showcase their talents to clubs and fans across the country before finding their new teams. 
their performances at Combine could directly impact their draft positions. Facts. NFL Scouting Combine live drills begin Thursday, February 29th. That's right around the corner, people. With exclusive live coverage on NFL Network starting at 3 p.m. Eastern. On Thursday, February 29th at 3 p.m., defensive lineman and linebacker. Friday, March 1st, 3 p.m. Eastern, defensive backs and tight ends. Saturday, March 2nd, 1 p.m. Eastern, quarterbacks, wide receivers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Running backs. And then on Sunday, March the 3rd at 1 p.m. Eastern, the offensive linemen do their thing. And not every player will participate in every drill. For those players that can't really improve their draft stock, those players will still attend to get uh, that in-person time with NFL teams. But for those trying to increase their draft stock, the combine is a tremendous opportunity. 14 QBs got an invite to the combine, including a couple of former Sooners. The QBs invited are Jaden Daniels from LSU, Sam Hartman, Notre Dame, Devin Leary, Kentucky, Drake May, North Carolina, J.J. McCarthy from Michigan, Joe Milton III from Tennessee, Bo Nix from Oregon, Michael Penix Jr. from Washington, Michael Pratt from Tulane, Spencer Rattler from South Carolina, Austin Reed from Western Kentucky, Kieran Slovis from BYU, Jordan Travis from Florida State. Oh, yeah, and Caleb Williams from USC. Not sure which quarterbacks will participate in which drills, and surely they all won't throw. Yes, I'm serious, and don't call me Shirley. Caleb Williams is expected to be the first player chosen in the NFL draft. That pick currently belongs to the Chicago Bears. And the Bears currently have Justin Fields. So what is Fields worth for a QB-hungry team? What can they get out of them to stay at the number one pick? There's been some speculation that Fields will go back home to Georgia and be part of that Atlanta Falcons team. That would be pretty exciting. There's lots of pieces there. Lots of good players. Or do they stay put and deal that number one overall pick? The Washington Commanders currently have that second all second overall pick in the upcoming draft. And the Durs are hungry for a quarterback. And Caleb Williams grew up in and played his high school football in the D.C. area. And the Durs just hired uh, Cliff Kingsbury, who was just with Caleb Williams at USC. So what would the Durs have to surrender 
to move up one spot to grab Caleb Williams. I'm not sure, but I do know it will be very, very expensive. It's expensive to be me. Now, the top three picks are expected to be quarterbacks. Caleb Williams, consensus overall number one. Drake May and Jaden Daniels. Not sure who's two, not sure who's three. It'll differ depending who you ask. And also not sure any of those dudes will throw at the combine, but that is still TBD. But a lot of those quarterbacks will be throwing. So even though it's just the underwear Olympics, it's still pretty exciting, and I can't wait to see it because I'm a sick football junkie, and I'll take whatever I can get. Three Sooners did get invites to the Combine. And not surprisingly, they're all offensive linemen. Tyler Guyton, Andrew Rame, and Walter Rouse all got the invites and will rep the Sooners. Tyler Guyton has been getting the most buzz. And depending on who you ask, Guyton has been projected anywhere from top 10 to mid-20s. I think it will be that 10 to 20 range at 6'7 and 328. Guyton has all the measurables. Still a little raw, but tremendous upside. And that size, man, that's a big dude. And like I said, he has really generated the most buzz since the end of the season. So I'm not sure what all we'll see out of him at the Combine. Maybe just some shaking hands and talking to teams. Center Andrew Rain will also be at the Combine, while not the athlete that Creed Humphrey is, although not many are the athlete that Humphrey is. That dude is a stud. Rain is hoping to ride Creed's wake and find himself in an NFL camp post-draft. 6'3 and 315, Rain showed some major versatility playing center and both guard positions in the senior bowl. Got some nice work in there. Walter Rouse, he showed his versatility as well, playing in the East-West Shrine Game Bowl at right tackle. Could line him up at left, line him up at right. 6'6", 323, started all 12 games in his only season with OU after transferring from Stanford. All three linemen are looking to continue the Bill Beatenball pipeline from OU to the NFL. Good luck to the fellas on their path. One player conspicuously not getting an invite to the NFL Draft Combine, Mr. Drake Stoops. I was definitely shocked to hear Stoops did not receive an invite to attend the Combine, especially for an event that is custom-made for a player like Stoops. This dude gives 100% on every rep, on every drill. The combine would have helped showcase all of the things that Stoops does well. In total, 39 receivers did get the call. But I would be willing to bet that Stoops does get the call from a team on NFL Draft Weekend. I think he will be drafted. But even if not, he will definitely get an invite to camp as an undrafted free agent. I think this dude will get drafted, though. And he will continue to work. 
continue to do all the little things and compete his tail off and will be one of those dudes that a coaching staff falls in love with. This guy is a hard worker. I know we say that on this show a lot, but the proof is in the pudding. This guy works his tail off, and I think he will make it onto our roster. That NFL draft takes place April 25th through the 27th, live from Detroit, Rock City, Michigan. Get up. Everybody gonna lose this seat. Get down. You gotta lose your mind in Detroit, Rock City. Now, one of the coolest things that can happen before getting your name called on draft weekend is being included in a video game. And last week, the trailer for NCAA 25 dropped and has both the college football world and the gamer community a buzz. We're getting buzzed on the show quite a bit today. The franchise formerly known as NCAA Football will take the new name of EA Sports College Football 25. It's been 11 years since the franchise went on hiatus, so its return has been met with some skepticism, but so far so good. Digging what we saw, the series originally went on pause after the 2013 release of NCAA Football 14 amid a lawsuit filed against the NCAA and the collegiate licensing company by former UCLA basketball player Ed O'Bannon. The O'Bannon brothers did some work out here for the UCLA Bruins. Got that chip. EA Sports was required to pay class action compensation to previous athletes who were not compensated for being in the game. Not sure what the compensation will be for this one, but with all the conference le- realignments and the 12-team playoff slated for the upcoming season, EA College Football 25 has a major opportunity to be the biggest franchise release of the summer. Now with NL- NIL out of the way, nothing is in the way of this game dominating. There is some ambiguity around an actual release date, but I am sure soon enough they will beat everybody over the head with the major push around the game's release. And I am here for it, baby. I cannot wait for this thing. Completely stoked. Well, What I'm not stoked about is another brutal week for OU Hoops. Got the big Bedlam win last Saturday, but since then the Sooners dropped back-to-back games at Baylor and then at home hosting Kansas. Go back to the Baylor game. The Sooners were tied at 20 with just under seven minutes left in the first half. Then Baylor outscored the Sooners 20-7 to to finish their first half on the way to the 79-62 blowout win. And this thing was never really a game. Baylor dominated pretty much start to finish. However, on Saturday, the Sooners hosting the Jayhawks, 
and the Jayhawks had really struggled on the road. That was until they got to Norman. Sooner started strong and had an 11-point lead with just two minutes left in the first half. KU finished the first half on a 6-0 run. And then in the second half, outscored the Sooners 38-23, securing the 67-57 win. And the biggest problem when I watch this team play, they don't have that go-to player that can, can consistently get points when they absolutely have to have it. Sooners go on these plateau moments and games where they just get stuck in a scoring drought and they're just pinned on a number for a while, five, seven minutes, and the better teams make them pay for it. And in the Big 12 this year, all the teams are good. Man, it is so deep. It's a brutal basketball conference. And, uh, you know, it for a while it looked like these Sooners were a lock to make the NCAA tourney. But you thought last week was brutal. Their last few games at Okie State, at Iowa State, hosting Houston, hosting Cincinnati, and then finished the regular season at Texas, two S's. Mosers, Sooners have to find a way to finish strong or there will be no madness in March for these Sooners. Come on, let's finish the right way. Dig deep, find it, get it done. At least there is some good news in the world of spring sports. The reigning back-to-back-to-back national champion OU Sooner softball team has picked up right where they left off. Sooners already 9-0 on the season, including six shutouts and three run rules. And over the weekend at the Cowgirl Challenge, the Sooners win a perfect 5-0 while tossing four shutouts and outscoring its opponents 36-1 with three-run rule wins. The Sooners have extended their NCAA record winning streak to 62 games. Incredible. And it's hard to say that this team might be better than last year's team, and it is a long way to go for that fourth chip. But as they get closer, the pressure will build. You could feel that towards the end of last season. It was almost a relief getting that thing done. Now with the expectation and the accomplishment of last year, I think the Sooners are focused and know exactly what to expect and what to do. And I think they are built to get it done. They have the best coach and staff in the business. A lethal, and I'm talking lethal pitching rotation. Absolutely crazy. And bats, oh, plenty. Long ball, manufacture runs, whatever it takes, they can do it all. And I think after last season, this team really is embracing the challenge and everything that comes with it. The Sooners are off until the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic in Cathedral City, California. You can make the roadie down there. It's a couple hours away from L.A. That tourney starts on Friday, February 23rd. And no matter what happens with this season, do not take this team and what they've already accomplished for granted. What they are doing is absolutely crazy town and damn near impossible. 
So much respect to Coach Gasso and this team. They're so good. <laughs> Dominating. And it's just over eight weeks or 61 days or 1,465 hours until the OU spring game on April 20th. Hell yeah. Cannot wait. It is going to be good. And that is sneaking right up on us. So if you want to be in the know for all of that good stuff, make sure you like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you do not miss any of that good stuff. Also, head on over to Believe.com. That is B-L-E-A-V.com. Go to shows, type in Sooner State of Mind, and you are locked. We have a ton of great content. Every team, every topic, everywhere, Believe.com. And if you want to watch Sooner State of Mind, head on over to YouTube and search the Football Dudes. We are there. Sooner State of Mind is brought to you by Bet Online. My name is Casey Mallon, and I am in a... Sooner. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.